Hello and welcome to episode one of the Under the Cull of MS podcast. Today, we are going to start by talking about Young Justice, Sins of Youth, graphic novel, Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, The Flash, Starman, Dr. Fate, and the rest of the adult superhero world are about to meet their match in Clarion, Bum Bum Bum, The Witch Boy. A name that strikes fear into the hearts of men, or at least it should. For Clarion is the magical miscreant who is about to turn the superhero world as we know it upside down. With a wave of his hand, heroes as mighty as the JLA and the JSA will revert to children, and the fate of the planet will rest with a band of young heroes turned adult, young justice. Collecting the complete 12-issue crossover event, Young Justice Sins of the Youth Sins of Youth is a lighthearted adventure brought to you by a motley collection of today's top comics ta- comics talent. Never seen the DC universe this screwed up. <clears throat> this is a fun book. It's thick. I'm not a huge reader. I was never big on reading, but I just recently got back into reading comic books and this one I was kind of dreading because of the size, and there's tons of word bubbles in here, so I knew I'd be reading it for a while. But I did get through it in a few days, and it was actually pretty fun. You see all the characters that you may or may not know or love from DC Universe all getting reverted into, if you're an older character, you're now young. If you're a younger character, you're now old. Uh, yeah, fun little mix-ups where, like, Batman and Robin, they go back to Gotham to make sure everything's okay there. And with them changing positions as far as age, uh, Batman dons the Robin suit and Robin wears the Bat suit. It's fun just watching Robin get all excited because he gets to drive the Batmobile and play with all the toys and control everything. Same with like Wonder Woman and Wonder Girl, Superman and Superboy. It's just fun watching them swap places and work together. Feel how the other one feels. How they forgot how much how they were when they were younger and. But, uh, yeah, it's Clarion, Bum Bum Bum, the Witch Boy, just totally plays with the whole superhero society, and the world's mad at the youngins, and the youngins are now old, and they're trying to save the older ones that are now young, and just, it's a nice, good story. Check it out. Sure, if you like these characters, you don't really get no in depth on any characters' uh, origin stories or anything like that. So, if you don't know anything about a character, you may not know anything new after reading this, but other than what faction they're with or something like that, you have tons of characters to go through in this. 
was fun. I'd say it's a definite read if you're a DC fan. If you're not and you want to get into superheroes, this is a good way to start out. So DC Comics, Young Justice, Sins of the Youth. I believe it came out in... Uh, good question. I ain't even fighting here. And my fingers aren't working, so I can't get the pages to turn the way I want. Oh, come on. I would have to... It's 2000, DC Comics. Young Justice, Sins of the Youth, and they're just tons of names in here. As far as writers and artists, so... Check it out. Hey, I figured I'd give you a little synopsis of myself. I was basically diagnosed with multiple sclerosis in July of 2014. Searching for answers for probably 30 years before that. Lots of issues stemming from my childhood, just Basic things like fatigue, lockjaw, cramping, uh, body sore issues, all that stuff, brain issues, cog fog, all in my younger years. And of course, back then they just pointed it out as laziness or not trying hard enough or everybody's tired, everybody's this, everybody's that, we all feel pain, but I don't think they've ever really felt pain. So I would gladly trade positions for a day with any one of them. Tried every sport, never lasted, couldn't handle a lot of it, would constantly fall down, get Overheated, I'm assuming, when I was running track or whatever, or running laps for football and stuff, and my legs would give out on me. And coach would yell at you to stand up, don't not lay, don't lay on the ground. It's the worst thing for you. It's like, oh, you only knew. Yeah, it's like today. I would say is another one of those fun days where you. Wake up and it feels like someone's standing on your head just trying to crush it. Deep body pains. Every cell in your body feels like it was beaten by a baseball bat. Tired even after sleeping. Just feel like you haven't slept in a week. Leg pain, foot pain, cramps. And I'm, I've been asleep, my body's been asleep from the forearms to fingertips and from basically my ribs to my toes for probably 25 to 30 years at least. Uh, I went to a doctor that every time I told him what issue I had as I was obese, just instantly sent me right to a heart doctor and all my numbers and everything all came out good. And 
never any issues with that, but he just constantly kept sending me back and back and back. It's like $800 ambulance rides and stuff. He didn't care. He just would not listen. And my wife and me even mentioned MS to him once, and he just, nope, you're going to have that. One day I got a letter in the mail where he dropped me as a patient, said I couldn't come back to the uh, Aurora Clinic. So I basically gave up on doctors because for many years, every time I ask a doctor any question, they never had an answer. Always oh, just uses or opinions on what you should do with your life, but don't want to ever give you the help you actually need. So then I, <clears throat> after a while, I went and tried out a different county, went to their doctor's office and I just could not take the body pain and I was just having so many problems with cog bog and the body issues and stuff, bladder issues, uh, pains, everything. If you have MS, you know how it is. It's just, everybody's different, but I can honestly say I feel I got almost every symptom that I've ever seen or heard about. But, uh, uh, yeah, I just, I went to new clinic and the first thing I mentioned to him was when I took, put my head forward, I get like a spinal orgasm. That's how I explain it. La Hermes syndrome or whatever they call it. And he instantly right there said, like, yeah, go and see the neurologist. They set me up an appointment and and I explained everything else. And we went over that and he put me on some things to help me out. None of them really worked. I uh, went to the neurologist and he did his testing on me and then had me go in for an MRI and then he called me and told me that uh, I had MS multiple sclerosis and that uh, I should research it as much as possible online which I thought was really weird for a doctor to say (laughs) as much as most doctors will tell you don't go online because you'll find out you, you'll think you have lots of other symptoms that or other issues that you don't even have. So he told me to do that before our next appointment. And then when I came in, I kind of explained to him what issues I had and how they were going. And I told him about certain pains and problems. And he's like, well, if they aren't permanent, then they aren't MS related. It's like, okay, classified me as relapsing, remitting multiple sclerosis, which means something comes and goes. Basically, the description of it's, uh, I would think that it would be MS related, but who knows? I'm not a doctor. Can't argue. You argue with them, they just throw you out the door or don't deal with you. So, Listen to what he had to say, and then he started me up with Copaxone to start off. 
not thrilled. I'm not a big needle fan, even though I was a tattooist for years. Just not huge on needles. You get used to it real quick. The welts and stuff, those you never really get used to. Sometimes you have huge hard welts that are all heated up and stuff and bumps and stuff from the injection site areas. You try to heat it up beforehand, heat up the flesh, and then ice it after or ice before. And I've tried all different ways. Sometimes it helps a little bit. But it doesn't matter. It's just random. Sometimes it'll work. Sometimes it'll still uh, aggravate the site. Uh, did that for 14, 2014, 15, 16, 17, 18. Well, I want to say four and a half years maybe as on Copaxone. And then they, for some reason, my neurologist was only doing. Well, he did a brain spine, brain and spine MRI in the beginning. And then the, he waited about two years, I believe, and then did a brain MRI. And then I believe the following MRIs I had for him also were only brain. He may have done one or more that was brain and spine. But after the one, I believe, in 2018, he noticed that I had new lesions in the brain and spine. So we had to go off a of Copaxone. And I had, most neurologists would suggest you get an MRI every year, but this one kind of did every couple years but that was fine with me because years back I had an aortic dissection in the curve of my aorta where they couldn't operate and I was just bleeding out in my chest and I spent two weeks in the ICU at the Rochester Mayo Clinic and I was supposed to die in the ICU but for some reason it closed itself up and I ended up leaving the place so every other years, so every year to every two years, my cardiologist has to also have MRIs done on my chest to make sure the scar hasn't ripped open and see how much it's growing each time, which means that it did open up a little bit and then gets a little bit bigger every now and then. But, uh, so we sat there and dealt with that and found out there were new lesions and I ended up uh, getting switched to Ocrevus, which the first time you go in, you get half a dose. It's an infusion, so you have to sit sit and get it pumped into you for uh, the average one takes like six to eight hours for a full infusion. But the first time you go in, you got to do two half infusions. I believe it was two weeks apart two or four weeks apart i think it was two weeks but uh you get that done and the first one i went into i go in with my cane and everything and 
also I'm done with the infusion. I'm leaving the building. I'm just walking out of there, strutting out, no cane, nothing. My wife had to grab my cane for me. Let me know. I forgot it and stuff. And I was just all amped up. Tons of energy for the first few days, but that apparently was from the steroids that they give you pre-infusion. They give you like baclofen for itching, I think, for us at our hospital, and then the steroids give you that energy boost. You'll be falling asleep in the chair after the baclofen, and I think it was baclofen, and then. After about an hour, you start to get a little bit energy and waking up a little bit. But, yeah, it's, I didn't notice nothing from it. I mean, granted, these things aren't supposed to do anything for us other than hold off future relapses. But uh, I took advantage of the energy I had to start with. Got myself back into my DDP yoga routine, which I I recommend if you're looking for some type of exercise routine, you can make it your own. It's DDP from the W, well, from the wrestling days. <clears throat> he was in tons of pain and started his own yoga thing, which is not your mama's yoga. It's uh, basically a yoga where you involve. Uh, engaging all your muscles and stuff to make your body think that you're also lifting weights and stuff with it and stuff like that so your body feels like it's working a lot harder uh it helped a lot with my flexibility and stuff and i love it when i do it but i usually make it anywhere to week 8 to 11 i think i might have made it no i don't think i made it to week 13 yet but by the time I hit that point, uh, the workouts are so stressful on the lower part of the body that my knees can't handle it, and I got to take a break. And then I end up taking a break longer than planned, and then I have to start all over. But I have no ACL in my left knee because some jerk over 25 years ago decided to come out on the dance floor and kick my knee out. And because I'm not a super athlete or someone special or rich, the doctors don't care about fixing it. For many years, I was told that once I turned 50, I'd finally get be able to get the surgery done. And then I turned 50 this year, and I got all excited. I went to see my knee doctor to get some new cortisone shots because my right knee is totally blowing now because it supported the left knee for over 20 years going upstairs i gotta go with my hands on the steps coming downstairs i gotta go one step at a time with my hands on rails and walls and just real slowly going or go backwards down the stairs with my hands on the steps but uh all excited go in see a new knee doctor and they're like oh now we do now we wait till People are in their 60s. Great. So by the time I'm in a fucking wheelchair, I'll be able to sit there and <laughs> get my knees fixed. I just don't understand. I got tons of motivation. I want to do all that stuff to try and get my 
body as much as physical as possible so I can keep going as long as possible without being in a wheelchair. But society doesn't want to help us with that. They don't give a shit. I, I don't know. It's, I don't understand what the philosophy of all this shit is. It's like, well, if you wait till your 60s, then your knees will last until your 90s. It doesn't matter. I mean, I got multiple sclerosis. You have no cure for me. I'm never going to get better. I'm never going to. I'm going to end up going downhill no matter what and eventually end up in a wheelchair. So what the hell good is it having knees that I could walk on but can't when I'm in my 90s, which I ain't going to live that long anyways, probably. I don't know. i am just been so fed up with doctors. But I had a lady come into well, my wife was working in a bakery, and then she got offered a job at a pharmacy. So she went to work for them to be a pharmacy assistant and a lady came in ranting and raving about how she loves her neurologist she has ms and she has been following this doctor around and sticking with him and she's just all excited and happy so i'm like well i want to feel like that so my wife told me about that and uh i went to see him but thanks to covid19 i couldn't get a good read on him because with people in masks nowadays, you can't see their facial expression. All you see is their eyes. So everybody looks so angry when you're talking to them. And so, uh, but I went and seen him and he told me things that my other neurologist never said anything about. He actually knew what he was talking about. It was very nice to have that. The only other time I had anything like that is when I went to see the new doctor at the neurologist, just my regular uh found out his sister-in-law had ms and he helped he worked with her through everything they even tried the bee stinging thing where they take bees you order a box of bees and they just sit there and sting you a few times a day with their stingers <laughs> kind of mean just killing off the bees just to try and help you that helped her a little bit to start, but it wasn't doing anything, so they didn't stick with that and told me other routines they tried. And so he actually had some knowledge, which was nice. That's why he also knew to send me to a neurologist right away when I told him a few of my symptoms. And uh, But sadly, he moved on, and I got a nurse practitioner as my next doctor. Next time I came to an appointment, I had another new one. And I had another new one. It's like, I'd say probably the last 10 appointments I had at my regular doctor, I had a different nurse practitioner or a doctor every time. That's annoying because you're trying to get set up with someone that you can get to know you and understand what your, all your symptoms that you go through. And I mean, I can't sit down and just go walk into a doctor and say, here's all my problems because I have a list of a hundred things to go over with them. And I can't remember half of them when I'm there. I write stuff on index cards now and I'll go to my doctor appointment after looking at the index card, talking to the doctor, and then I'll be driving home and I'll sit there and look at my index card and say, Oh man, I forgot to talk about this, this, this. It's like so annoying because it's like, it's usually the most important things you want to talk about that you forget. The- most but uh yeah it's i basically just 
bounced, been bouncing and bouncing around from doctor to doctor. Every my with this COVID nineteen virus thing out there, the whole world going upside down. Uh, just in the last two months, my neurologist retired or got a new went to a new office somewhere. I'm not sure. I can't remember what his letter said that he sent me. Uh, my cardiologist, her and her husband left Wisconsin to move back to, I believe, North Carolina or something like that. Uh, my knee doctor left. Not sure what happened to him. He's out of office now. Uh, I'm still getting a different <laughs> every time I go to my regular office. Um, I mean, in the next month, I got a cardiologist appointment, an MRI coming up, another neurologist appointment. I got my knee doctor. The cortisone shots didn't work, so we got some new lubricating injections that we're going to try. It's a three-injection thing because my insurance won't won't cover the single injections so i gotta go with the triple injections and can't remember which ones i rattled off but i got a cardiologist appointment i got a urologist appointment it's like yeah it's just fun it's just <laughs> it's just wonderful this Every day of your life, every single body heart hurts. Every you can't control your bladder. You can't control anything about your body. Your body's asleep, so you can't feel the areas that you need to have feeling in. Dropping stuff, falling over, tipping over, vertigo. I even I can't even, a video game if I'm on a cliff edge or something like that, I get the vertigo feeling. Uh, we'll go out to a park that's on a cliffside on Lake Michigan, and I can be 30 yards from the cliff, and I still feel like I'm falling off. Uh, try and walk with friends. Yeah, you're using canes and stuff like that, but just walking around the backyard or something, and Constantly tipping over, falling over. I do my yoga and I videotaped my yoga back when I started the Ocrebus infusions and for the first month and a half. And there's lots of, you can see me trying to do certain moves and falling over and stuff like that. It's just a thrill a minute. Um, cog fog issues. I can have a beautiful thing planned in my brain like when i do the podcast and stuff i'm we have a couple other podcasts that i've been joining in on and uh just constantly i'll have a good speech laid out and as soon as i open my mouth i revert back to a three-year-old <laughs> can't speak can't think what i want to say it just comes out all gibberish uh, just, yeah, so I got lots, lots of issues to talk about. We'll talk about those in the future episodes. I got 
tons of stuff saved up in my Pinterest files. If you're looking for any MS ideas or anything, you can follow me on Pinterest also under Kevin Kleinance and just look at my MS ones. You'll find all kinds of interesting things to check out, try out. I've been playing around with lots of different things health-wise to get anti-inflammatory type foods and stuff like that. I got tons of great recipes that I want to try out, some that I have tried out, which hopefully we'll talk about. Uh, I'm trying to keep the household motivated. Uh, after I last February of no, February of 2019, my dad has like seventh massive heart attack or had like seven heart attack strokes over the years. And this one was the uh, one that took him down. And uh, I basically did the hospice home care for him and took care of him until he passed. And then after that, my wife and I moved into the basement of the house to help take care of my mother. Uh, so yeah, I hope to hope you follow me some more and keep listening to us and I'm running out of time. So we'll have to go for now and we will have another episode later this week or early next week. Uh, I'm hoping to put out an episode, maybe, maybe one every Tuesday and Thursday or at least one a week, depends on how I feel and we'll go from there. I'll at least get something small. So. I hope to hope you keep following and hope you enjoy the show. Have a good day.